0: Dear ladies and gentlemen, colleagues, colleagues. hello, my name is Andris Spruc and I am a director of Latvia Institute of International Affairs and professor in Riga Stradinska University. And uh, it is my pleasure uh, to be here and I am uh, very glad to see you uh, in this discussion regarding NATO's strategic directions and development and uh, challenges and interests of Latvia. Russian forces are allocated at the border of Ukraine, and this reminds us of how important the security is provided by NATO and how important it is for Latvia to be part of the alliance. NATO has been Latvia has had a major role in facilitating security in the region and Latvia has gained a lot and the presence of armed forces shows us the solidarity after the aggression of Russia in Ukraine. Latvia also participates in missions
1: also complies with 2% from GDP, a criteria, and
0: participates in strategic discussions. So. Latvia is also contributing to the alliance. Now, the fact that we have uh, deputy secretary general from Latvia, Ms.
1: Burage, also means that we are a somewhat major force also in strategic uh, discussions.
0: 30 countries. For 30 countries to agree between themselves, it is difficult. And uh, NATO 2030 uh, seeks the opportunities to agree and also solutions to existing problems. And we are going to touch upon a wide variety of questions today. And security measures is an important topic. So uh,
1: involvement of the society is
0: necessary, not just politicians discussing these issues somewhere. And the people must be aware of and must be convinced that uh, we are working towards the development. And I believe that we also uh, we also welcome this contribution from the society. So definitely the. Security, the defense questions of the whole of the state and the alliance are going to be uh, ever more wider. And the solutions cannot be otherwise found without the solidarity and partnership. So. Once again, I would like to welcome and thank all the participants, uh, especially Ms. Braja, for involvement and participation. So, here I will stop with introductions and I will give floor and moderation to my colleague, Mr. Vargulis, and uh, I wish you fruitful discussions, keeping in mind Latvia, Latvia's role in this alliance, in the alliance, which is the. Uh, which provides Uh, us with security. Thank you Mr. Sprouts for introductory words uh, which already shows us what is going to be the scope of questions we are discussing about with the professionals. And uh, My name is Martin Cvargus and I am a researcher of Latvia Institute of International Affairs and I would like to add that the aim of the discussion conceptually is that since 2010 when NATO uh, approved the the concept, still in force, binding strategic document, uh, how the Alliance uh, is viewing different challenges, Uh, and since then the security environment has changed. It has become Uh, multidimensional and the alliance is challenged from various directions uh, in various ways and we have seen not only military challenges but also pandemics, health security, energy, uh, cyber attacks, etc. And all these factors are playing ever more a significant role
2: in our well-being and feeling secure. In such context, it is also important to take into consideration Latvian interests and the position of Latvia, and it is important
0: to Represent, represent them NATO on the level of NATO, of the whole alliance. And the adoption uh, process is going to Baltic's influence how Latvia and uh, uh, the region of the Baltics, šodien, how secure Currently, I see uh, we have uh, uh, security experts, uh,
2: professionals, uh, closely related, related to security NATO topics. General so, first of all, uh, deputy, of all deputy Secretary
0: General Rasties, in Diplomacy braža, braža, Questions, uh, braža, Ms. Baiba I hope the communication channel works fine preks, and you hear us uh, well.
2: Uh, I'm glad to, to see. Also, Garisons. Ministry Garisons of Defense Sveiki. State
0: Secretary Jānis Garisons yeah. is here um, with us. Hello. Hello.
2: Latvijas and Latvijas former ambassador. Latvijas
0: pētnieks, And tāpat uh, senior researcher of Latvia Institute Un of International beidzot, Affairs, uh, uh, Mr. Leonards and pāku, uh, finally uh, pārzinis, uh, eksperts, representative uh, of uh,
2: uh, Šveriņš, sveik, uh, reserve captain Mr.
0: Uh, paldies, kolēģi,
2: esiet uh, šodien virtuāli. Mr. Mārtiņš Vērdiņš. Um, uh,
0: Thank you pu all, pu all for participating and uh, connecting kodot, to the discussion. And for uh, questions, I would ask kodot, you to uh, the kodot, use the slido kodot, with the code NATO2030, or please scan the code, which you can kod, uh, um, see uh, on in the upper corner. Uh,
2: And first I'd like to begin uh,
0: with uh, Ms. Uh, uh, Braže. Uh, Considering your uh, position, high position in NATO and uh, being present in decision making, could you... Please uh, provide us with uh, how, uh, what is this NATO 2030 adoption process and which are the most critical challenges we face in this context. And maybe could you give us an overview uh, in mid term how this process is going to develop?
3: Thank
0: you. Thank you for the invitation and calling. And uh, thank you, Latvia Institute of International Affairs, for. The series of uh, online events where we are discussing uh, Latvia, NATO, security—it is substantial for our nation. It's, it's one of the priorities, and as uh, Secretary General has always uh, said, that security is the precondition of development. So. This is what unites our NATO. We know uh, NATO is politically military alliance and uh, it is the most powerful in the world. And since its foundation it's adopted, it's changed, allowing countries to unite. Currently 30 participants since North Macedonia joining last year. And we know that several more countries awaiting their admission, so in so many various ways we know uh, what is NATO and what is its essence and how many dimensions, different dimensions it, ha- it has. And as you said, Martin, the strategic environment changes have occurred, which uh, not only in reaction of the events in Ukraine in 2014, but also in other regions and uh, due to other uh, value shift in the world, the technological development, the disruptive technology development, climate change, this has all, um, and development of new arms, this has all facilitated uh, the shift and the strategic uh, competition, which is currently the environment we live in, of course for democratic nations and nations participating in NATO uh, which has, have given this promise to protect each other, which is this adoption and such adoption is necessary also in the future. So this process of change uh, called NATO 2030, it is an umbrella term, of course, because the process of change is not going to be only until 2030 or to reach some objectives for 20, uh, until 2030. We are definitely going to have to face more challenges after that too, and all 30 countries are working closely together for um, the NATO summit to be held in June and the, the necessary decisions made then. And this is going to happen in three directions. It is to uh, make NATO more military efficient and uh, also uh, develop the global awareness and more involvement into the politics. So the alliance must become more global uh, and for that we need to look back at what had had been done, what uh, other measures in uh, Um, uh, measures we can take, uh, various plans we can develop, and and it is also related to how the technology influences uh, our possibilities and military needs. So all the all the topics related to emerging technologies, and also their transportation, when necessary. So absolutely everything, starting from this deterrence policy to technology, and it all influences uh, both our society uh, because the most realistic threat arises from various hybrid threats, not only military, involving the reaction with uh, uh, clause 5 of the agreement, and individually and in uh, smaller groups, we need to understand what has to be done uh, when we are threatened In the cyber environment if we have informational uh, attacks and each state has to find uh, solutions for this currently we don't have a single united solution and counteraction and all this process has to be aligned and coordinated uh, between the civil uh, between the public sectors and state administration, this is the most important task for us. The more united politically, uh, and uh, NATO uh, has influence, Uh, it it, it has got this um, recommendation uh, power in politics, And uh, this again raises awareness between 30 countries, what is the most important uh, politically for our alliance. And through the political consulting process, the transatlantic uh, link remains strong. Uh, Also what is related to awareness of the threats and and single awareness of uh, the ongoing uh, events in the world, and that raises the unity and the awareness and cohesion uh, for us not only to be military alliance, but also to see uh, political decisions made harmonized. And uh, if we're talking about this global approach, and I'm I'm calling it global approach, not because we are uh, intended to allocate uh, forces, deploy forces uh, in in some remoter uh, places, but uh, nevertheless the threats don't see any, don't have borders anymore in the in today's world, and uh, it is a challenge for the democracy in the world to continue uh, our development model, and the partnership with the European Union and other democratic states all over the world is of utmost significance currently. And here, uh, various models are involved. Um, We're not talking about one box uh, of topics in this partnership. Uh, There are various dimensions, uh, trainings, trainings of armed forces and uh, international experience exchange in deterrence or, uh, or measures taken. Um, measures taken in relation to the uh, fifth clause and of course with our partners both in Australia and elsewhere we have been working closely together uh, on these topics. So the partnerships are global and we we are all aware that China is not posing only opportunities, but also challenges, how it develops and how they have different uh, value, values, uh, which again is the topic of political uh, development and how all the Alliance views China. On the 14th of June, this will end in, uh, uh, with the summit, NATO summit, and Martin also uh, mentioned the strategic uh, concept. Uh, We do believe that the NATO strategic concept has to be developed and uh, reflect all the geopolitical changes and competition currently ongoing. To be aware of the security environment in the world, and uh, most probably in 2022, we will see that the modernization process is going to finalize and new strategies going to be implemented. And for all the Baltic states and uh, northern states, their contribution will be uh, very important. Uh, thank you. This this is what I wanted to say. Thank you for this introduc- introduction and overview. Uh, on NATO 2030 and how it is going to develop, but now I will uh, ask you a question, being moderator, uh, and ask you additional question Um, going back to uh, when we developed this. strategy, and we had the group in um, Secretary General or General's office, uh, and the group provided their opinions on how NATO has to develop in the future, and uh, compared to that approach then and this one, we see that there are no participants from the Baltic states, which uh, caused some uh, uh, which resonated and um, which was heard. But so I would like to ask you, coming back to your position, uh, your position in the alliance and your view from the outside. Uh, how successful is uh, representation of Latvia's interests in the alliance? How successfully we've how successful we've been. Um, most uh, possibly
3: this question shouldn't be addressed only to me, Also, it is uh, very well felt in Latvia how in the current decision-making is satisfying for Latvia. So in this situation, I am more representative of NATO instead of Latvia. And of course, it wasn't easy when st- when I started this work, uh, so I needed to find this new focus. But I have to remember that, of course, Latvians are very good coordinators. I know their interests very well, and they are very professional. And What I see in the Council, I see that the formulations are very precise. They consult uh, the other 30 member states because uh, the consensus is needed for decision-making and uh, Latvian representatives know how to justify their interests and also how to uh, search and seek for support from other countries. And of course uh, there are several levels for everything and of course prioritization is very important because uh, always to get everything what you want it's uh, not possible for any country. So I understand it will be very important to understand what are the priorities for short term, middle term and long term and uh, what we want to achieve and attain as a member state. So. Irrespectively, uh, what which area it is, uh, up-to-date technologies, or understanding of threats and deterring, or flexibility and endurance of the public, and also unity of the public, uh, I believe that all that will be very important for Latvia to understand. So which decisions and what focus is the most important for us. Thank you, Mrs. Brajie, for this um, open uh, position. And I would like viewers to ask and to use this opportunity to use platform Slido and ask questions. And uh, you can also ask uh, them uh, to Mrs. Graje because she will h- have to leave us earlier, because she is participating in another NATO meeting. But right now I would like to ask a question to you, Mr. Gerson. So what about uh, representing these interests of Latvia and the Baltic states? So what in NATO 2030 adaptation process are the main national interests, challenges, and and also Latvia's
4: position.
3: Uh, hello again. Thank you very much for inviting me to this uh, discussion. Um, I I think Mrs. Braja said very correctly that uh, it, you shouldn't be always uh, attacking uh, trenches. Uh, sometimes it is important also to step back in order to get a bigger victory. So I believe what we see right now is that the world is changing and of course in those uh, changes latvia and the baltic states are standing forth in the forefront and uh, we feel those changes uh, the first ones and uh, then uh, very often, we are the ones who bring them to the rest of the alliance. So, therefore, our trust uh, ratio is quite high. And uh, very often, people don't like uh, that afterwards they are reminded we already said. But uh, with us, it has happened that we have said some things and then uh, those things later happen. So, therefore, others are listening to our arguments and they uh, see that uh, we are serious and we are able to predict things and so we are moving towards uh, the decentralization of the world where the regional powers will play more and more important roles and uh, economic theory which was uh, governing and ruling before understanding that you can achieve everything with the economy it is not working anymore we are returning to the real policy world where military power will play a very important role. And I believe that one of uh, the NATO uh, large uh, conceptual values is that uh, NATO could accept uh, those changes in the new concept. There are several discussions and, of course, democracies have to be able to protect themselves. There should be enough military force. Um, This is uh, even without thinking. It it, uh, has to be strengthened and I believe this is the most essential thing, which um, uh, at the global level I would like to see. If we talk about the regional level, The interests of the Baltic states. So it is important that uh, NATO continues uh, strengthening the. Uh, deterrence policy. Uh, I believe this is the most important.
1: And uh, if we are
3: in our uh, geographic situation, we don't want to start the war. Uh, we we just are here, NATO is here, and giving SAG signals to any potential aggressor that any military activities would cost a lot, but of course that is expensive. But uh, next question is about finances. We do everything possible from our side, but we see that many... European countries are not uh, spending uh, enough uh, mil- uh, enough money on this military. And of course, we can try to think how we will share and how we can do something. But I would like to say honestly, um, I have uh, understand that uh, don't try to pretend that you don't understand everything costs something if we want to be serious we have to understand that this uh, security costs something and if we talk about our situation what is important for us the presence of NATO is is important uh, ability to react and an ability to make decisions
1: Because uh,
3: one is ability to see the potential threat and react in a timely manner, because in Ukraine, when we saw it, we are like, oh, we are too late. So that's why we have to create a system, and this system has improved uh, significantly, and we are in a much better position in comparison with 2014. But in any way, we have to remember the mistakes and not make them anymore because in the future those mistakes can cost us so much more and also abilities to react because uh, only the presence NATO presence uh, wouldn't assure everything if there wouldn't be uh, forces uh, which are uh, uh, able to come in a short notice uh, for Strengthening, And that is important for our national interests, uh, starting with early warning systems and uh, making decisions. Also political decisions have to be taken very fast. We shouldn't be uh, discussing for hours and the presence and also uh, the possible uh, additional forces which come to us uh, to help. So those are the things which are important for us. Although if we compare where we were in uh, 2014 and 2015, f- we can see that we have made a great progress We have the multinational division the north, which is uh, one of the essential command uh, management elements, and it also creates uh, um, the cooperation between Latvia and Estonia, and also uh, we have this united operational uh, zone. Uh, Many things happen and have happened, but we have to look in the future, and those challenges uh, are becoming even more and by that I would like to finish my introductory speech thank you very much for this introduction and I I will use this opportunity I have an additional question so first about this common vision so the situation in Ukraine in 2014 and also the situation right now, what we see at the borders of Ukraine and also uh, close to the borders of the Baltic states. So, do you see that we have a common understanding? What is the threat to our security? And this would be one aspect. And second, we must admit that the defense sector during the last few years have uh, implemented several policies, starting with uh, the Baltic. Uh, state defense and training, and also there were large procurements for the armed forces. So are those activities, these initiatives, these policies, are they in context, context with adaptation process, with uh, the idea how would NATO look uh, like after 10 years? And uh, would uh, um, our allies uh, appreciate it? Okay, I would like to start with the first question about uh, unity of opinions, uh, common opinions. We have to take into account that um, each country geographically have their own interests, but in general you can also see in the policy that the fact that
1: in uh,
3: Latvia in the battle group uh, uh, there are uh, almost 10 countries represented so this is a signal about political support and that also there is an awareness and understanding about the situation and it is uh, common in this region but of course we should understand that uh, countries will never have identical interests and also it is all important that uh, we can get support uh, to our most vital interests. And, and like talking about our own initiatives, Turkey I would like to refer Turkey to what Turkey I said uh, in the beginning,
1: that uh, in, in some uh, areas
3: Turkey we are pioneers Turkey who are Turkey trying Turkey out Turkey many Turkey things, Turkey, for example, Turkey this uh, Turkey uh, Turkey comprehensive uh, Turkey defense Turkey of Turkey the country. I, I believe that uh, Turkey some Turkey countries Turkey are, uh, uh, are not only now under, uh, thinking Turkey about Turkey. it, for example, Turkey. the UK. Uh, In the last review, I can see that uh, there is also an idea to uh, pay attention to the comprehensive defense of the country.
1: So Therefore, I would like to say that those things are in the context.
3: uh, What does NATO consist of? NATO consists of the member states. So if there are no member states, there is is, uh, no NATO army. There are member states, and they participate. So NATO is as strong as army of uh, each uh, separate country. So if we are
1: stronger, then NATO will be stronger. Uh, no šādus, um, and I believe that uh, we have to
3: be based on this theory, and also if we do not protect ourselves, then also NATO or, or anyone else wouldn't do it if we are not ready to protect ourselves.
2: Thank you very Um, much for this opinion, Uh, Mr. Liedis, I would like to continue with you. So uh, from Latvian
3: perspective to this geopolitical transatlantic direction. So last four
4: years during the previous US administration have uh, uh, created uh, also some uh,
2: problems within NATO, and it was also um, and, uh it's and it also gave an idea to uh, invest more especially between the
3: european member states so when you are looking at uh, this process of a- adaptation 2030 so how those transatlantic uh, ties and links uh, will continue developing, and what is the role of the U.S. in the Baltic region? Uh, thank you very much, uh, colleagues. I am so happy to be together with my colleagues.
5: So looking at uh, the transatlantic ties, I would like to uh,
3: continue what uh, Mrs. Byers said already, uh, that NATO uh, 2030 global approach uh, deals with that, because, uh, of course, without no doubt, if we look at uh, uh, the situation between the large powers, so I would like to look at uh, the U.S., China, and Russia, and so I believe that those three countries and their relationships are become are going to become more and more important for our security. And if we talk about
5: uh, transatlantic ties China and China. how it uh, relates to China. Uh, it uh, is very important to look at
3: the dynamics uh, which are between uh, the US and China.
5: Uh, Um, In The Economist
3: recently, we uh, read that the uh, most dangerous uh, place in the world uh, is Taiwan, so Uh, for uh, us is the situation uh,
5: that... the U.S. or this transatlantic tie
3: uh, has softened. It's very dangerous for us. So, if uh, this uh, uh, tie is not uh, very uh, strong, if uh, the U.S. Uh, has uh, is forced to pay attention to the happenings in uh, the Asia and uh, Middle East, uh, then uh, it it means that uh, we ourselves also have to pay attention to the situation in that region. And here also uh, comes another thing, Uh, Russia, factor of Russia. A couple of months ago, there was uh, a meeting uh, between uh, the foreign affairs ministers of China and Russia. It was on the 23rd of March. And what happened afterwards? First of all,
5: Uh, all, uh, since uh, 2014, um,
3: the Uh, Russian army didn't increase uh, uh, their forces at the Ukraine, but after this meeting, it happened. And then there were also air forces and uh, naval forces uh, training uh, close to Taiwan, uh, the China side. So all that happened after that meeting. So there is a question. Would this aggressive uh, action from Russia and also from China, it was coordinated or it was just a coincidence? And so what uh, happens uh, if uh, the U.S. uh, has uh, to deal uh, with the situation with the far southern China region and uh, does it uh, weaken? Uh, uh, involvement of the but U.S. The in Europe, which we care the most about. So, therefore, it is very essential for us uh, from Latvian side to look at those uh, situations in those places, and
5: uh, I believe that uh, the NATO group, uh, which uh, uh, reported to the alliance
3: before Christmas, uh, they paid attention to China. and for for alliance, it is very important uh, to spend more time and, and more human resources uh, analyzing the situation in China, and also there should be more action related to China.
5: And I believe
3: this is very important that NATO strategically
5: uh,
3: look at this region. And I also understand that uh, there is uh, another issue on the agenda.
5: Uh, Azi's uh, see it is uh, about uh, NATO summit uh,
3: together with uh, Asia in 2022, and that could be one action and one example for, for what I spoke about. And also it is important if we continue the idea that we should uh, globally m- look more globally, then NATO is a possibility to get involved more and to cooperate with Australia, New Zealand, and, and those con- uh, those armed forces are already participating in the military operations in Afghanistan, and also the southern Korea, and also Japan. So, so from the point of view of Latvia,
5: I believe if we look at the transatlantic ties, and our need
3: to make sure that U.S. is involved in the security of Europe, then first of all, we have to continue to prove to the U.S. that Latvia is an ally and uh, Latvia is a country that can be trusted by the U.S., and of course that is together with uh, Lithuania and Estonia and also with Poland,
5: and um, then
3: I believe that it is also very important when we talk to the U.S., uh, it is important uh, to promote uh, this um, Common understanding that uh, China is uh, uh, the uh, biggest strategic external enemy or, or, or st- uh, uh, external challenge, and uh, in not only that, but uh, for for Europe, uh, the Russia is uh, uh, posing the greatest threat for European security. So, if we look at the next strategic con- concept, uh, then. Uh, it is very important for the NATO to uh, continue growing into an alliance which is uh, all the time adapting to the future threats, so like that. Uh, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Iman. and um, I would like to continue, and there is uh, this additional question about these transatlantic ties and the European dimension. So uh, with the previous U.S. administration, uh, the question about European strategic autonomy was intensified, and for Latvia and for the Baltics, uh, uh, sometimes we have a different opinions, and uh, it is uh, uh, totally different from the opinion of uh, the Central Europe and Southern Europe countries. So how do you see uh, this development in context with uh, NATO 2030 adaptation process? I feel that uh, this question uh, about the strategic uh, autonomy, uh, this topicality, is uh, has reduced in
5: Europe right now. Uh, from uh, uh, France, uh, France was the main initiator so, uh, for this. Of course, uh, in any
3: way, uh, the European Union is operating its strategic compass, but at the same time. It is uh, very important uh, to remember that there is an interaction between NATO and uh, the European Union, or, or maybe uh, between uh, uh, the European Union and U.S. and Canada and, Canada and Norway. And uh, for us, uh, it's a very important question about military mobility.
5: Therefore, it is very good that, just in recent days, uh, the European uh, European Union agreed uh, to allow to to, to also add uh, the US,
3: Canada and Norway to this mobility process. So uh, I believe that uh, those contradictions uh, between
5: uh, the European
3: security and NATO, they have uh, been reduced a little bit. Thank you very much.
0: A question to you, maybe more related with the military perspective. And uh, previously we discussed, and the colleagues. Opinion was that given different events in the security environment for NATO, NATO has become closer to the regions and there are groups constantly ready and the funding has increased and the changes in the security environment have occurred and uh, given what we've heard from the colleagues. Now, what do you believe from NATO perspective? What are the measures we need to uh, implement for NATO in 10 years to remain the strongest military organization in the international arena? Yes, thank you. I will say not from my own perspective so much, but over the last eight years I've had an opportunity to monitor the opinion of society regarding the questions you asked, and I saw that and which also to to mm. Is uh, linked with what we are talking about today. That these large and ambitious questions, and Secretary General in his speech uh, commenting NATO 2030 uh, principal idea, he said that it is an ambitious program of the alliance. So here, one of the most ambitious ab- ambitious questions is the Washington agreement 5th paragraph interpretation, considering taking into consideration the fact that the text of this 5th paragraph is formalized in 1949, which even back then was the result of of strong compromise and uh, reflecting the situation after the Second World War and concentration uh, of nuclear uh, arms and weapons. Given the current situation, we need to uh, understand that it does not correspond with threats and challenges of current moment. And here, uh, Madame Braže also mentioned that uh, we have different gray zone conflicts or uh, undercover conflicts ongoing, which seemingly do not fall under the interpretation of paragraph five. Uh, activating the alliance countermeasures, but for each of the situations that would ask and require more time, which is crucial, especially for us, for little nations like Latvia. And these are the signals, here it is important to hear these signals from uh, other participants of the alliance from the United States of America, what is our um, interpretation of paragraph 5 and does it comply with interpretation of the rest of the alliance and also in the informative bubble uh, i reside uh, we have this major question currently uh, being asked uh, whether or not we uh, we should have a revised paragraph five And it seems, from the perspective of um, the outsider, of the viewer, it seems that this problem is being avoided in public discussions discussions and in academic discussions, and uh, maybe it it is because
1: Because these discussions, uh,
0: we're talking about uh, Russia, probably, and it is not clear how, maybe what is the new revision of paragraph five would look like, and would would it be a deterrence measure in itself? However, again, I would like to note that we cannot go on like that forever and uh, the interpretation of paragraph 5 is uh, one of the moments which will, uh, will be crucial to our further development because we always need to be prepared for plan B when the situation is critical, at the same time when we're talking about the definition of the grey zone, uh, not directly falling under the criteria of paragraph 5. And so we need to be aware how our uh, allies are going to react and how quickly we can receive their support. Understanding situation currently at hand, we need to ask this very crucial question, whether the discussions are even ongoing, whether, they are, whether these questions are going to be asked or everything is fine. So if we decide that this discussion is not necessary, we can say that this is our perspective and we uh, develop our capabilities. Uh, take into consideration the plan military. B from the military perspective in the Baltic States, uh, not only in Latvia. What we are talking about, and uh, openly and very much, is that it is uh, linked with, uh, with the forces, of uh, with the reactive forces, uh, or are we talking about development of our own capabilities? Uh, both these questions have to be asked. And, and they legitimate are and legitimate questions. So both uh, capabilities must be uh, uh, developed, um, rapid reaction and uh, rapid response and also our own military capabilities. And we also need to understand that uh, military is the same in Latvia and in our western allies. So. Capabilities of training are equal. What is different is the materially technical equipment, devices, uh, d- comprehensive technology. So, our allies have some, we don't, we don't have all of it. Uh, we are uh, attempting and trying. Uh, what we can do to purchase them and yet we need to remember this is not a quick process but the situation must be improved improved, uh, quick uh, indeed uh, and the 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 rapid response unit and uh, uh, as it seems now their increase uh, is not uh, possible uh, anymore maybe there are some nuances how they can can be strengthened or maybe uh, be present here in uh, different configurations uh, nevertheless uh, they are remaining uh, in this amount as they are here currently and if we're talking about further development future development and considering how the baltic states can solve the defense issues related as uh, their capabilities are limited in purchasing the necessary equipment why are we not speaking about the alliance creating a material fund, material, technical te pool aizdodot, uh, of Baltijas, funding and sistēmas, uh, maybe vārdodot, lending, uh, aizdodot, um, and not not selling uh, the equipment, but uh, lending the equipment, uz, uh, un and with the condition that, in case of necessity, we can use it and we can train with it. But then, uh, as uh, we go further in our funding uh, and accrue more funding, we pay for and buy out the equipment. Military mobility problem, already mentioned. Uh, One thing is moving in case of conflict, uh, the equipment and uh, military staff over the Baltic states. But the other thing is uh, creating this store, these storage points uh, in times of peace. I think that we would mitigate the problem and it would be non-existent if we develop these capabilities of uh, and develop uh, our mobility. Once again, in the Baltic States we need the structure, a single united structure compliant with NATO standards, with personnel from the Baltic states, and the missing equipment, capabilities, and arms capabilities uh, are then uh, the limitations thereof are uh, mitigated with, uh, landed uh, with, landed resource. We're not hearing any responses regarding these questions, but we are listening and hearing about the military mobility and rapid response. 14 states in Europe Uh, uh, yesterday's news is that they decided and uh, united with the aim to create rapid response uh, units and groups. Uh, it's something fresh, something new. Uh, and how is this going to be integrated in NATO, or how it's going to cooperate with NATO forces? This is interesting. And what uh, Madame Brage also mentioned is the issue we are not looking at enough: is the disruptive technologies. I'm not sure how to how to call them in Latvian. The this technology means that certain states in the alliance will have the technology in place and will be able to use it. And again, we're speaking about how the states with uh, lesser development are going to be able to enjoy the benefits they provide. Because otherwise, we need to be aware of that the progress is never uh, in standstill, so it's not ongoing only in, um, in the West, and these uh, disruptive technologies are going to be used not only in the West, but also in the East, and their uh, armies and the military forces are going to be using uh, the progressive technologies. And this is the question, how armies of the Baltic states, how can they enjoy the benefits and equalize the capabilities between us and potential enemies?
1: This is one of the biggest problems, which I hope
0: in June in NATO's summit uh, it is going to be discussed however here in our national bubble this problem seems uh, topical what we are building is uh, may be uh, compliant with 20th century uh, army uh, but we need to build a 21st century Military forces. Madame Braje, as you are leaving, uh, the question from the audience about the deterrence. And um, in the context context of NATO, uh, the discussions are ongoing, that this is not only military uh, dimension, but public communication, informational operations, cyber environment, etc. What are these most important priorities for each of the member states and for the alliance to be more resistant to uh, uh, threats in uh, Newly not creative dimensions. I I think we've just heard and, uh, a very interesting so lecture. Is, uh, very briefly from my part, I would like uh, to uh, say because Australia. I need to go to and, the meeting uh, protons, the Of course there are, are there is a variety of measures, measures be it telecommunications, be it telecommunications uh, technologies uh, submerged uh, wires, Communication aradās, means vērtās, uh, informational uh, uh, cyber no attacks to, Man, there is no menu, one answer. Tūlbox, There's a uh, toolbox, the menu kura ietvaros, uh, which then NATO, NATO Alliance knows and each state, uh, state uh, uh, tādās, member state knows. Ir, and and the, the, the deterrence and case resistance case capability or grows or with the, communi- you know, uh, with the, the, the community with the growing community awareness of search, uh, uh, of these threats the cyber uh, environment uh, social network platforms these, uh, and uh, algorithms used for artificial intelligence development and again, be it telecommunication, property Uh, rights, infrastructures, uh, infrastructure on the street, Uh, different states have different strategies and solutions to the problems. While preparing for summit, uh, we have discussed the common objectives of this resilience and the deterrence and capability of monitoring and the implementation. I don't Uh, think it is uh, going to be just to say, quote-unquote, it's good we have uh, something in place in this topic, but I think we are going to have particular measures decided upon uh, how Um, to um, uh, improve uh, uh, societies Resilience. It is definitely also communication improvement and uh, state institution communication with their citizens, uh, mutual uh, trust, values. So many topics surrounding, uh, and this one umbrella term is never going to be going away from the agenda. Uh, Information storage, communication channels, this is all
2: encompassing and the source of information, be it journalists,
0: non-governmental organizations, State administrations for everyone collectively that, and uh,
4: uh, individually,
0: how do we say, we how do we, uh, what do we say, how do we that communicate, that and that how that we influence other people, and how do we contribute for this threat? That we that we Not to to increase, it is like blockchain society, not just one uh, single central channel, but we have so so many sources of information and and they have to work in a coordinated manner. There is no doubt regarding the fact
4: that we have
0: common values and we have this common truth and uh, one truth uh, for all the alliance. Thank you once again. So this is why uh, especially I would like to uh, say thank you to the Latvia Institute of International Affairs for your efforts in uh, uh, paldies, paldies, mm, informing cības, uh, the society un, un
2: vārdiem, un, uh, uh, paldies, ka jūs uniting. Un Thank you diskusijā. for uh, Saprot, ka ir words uz and uh, zemotumt, thank you, you for sanāk. participating in uh, discussion. I understand you have to no uh, leave uh, to NATO, uh, uh, Garson, We have more questions from the audience. Mr. Garrison, I think this is a question to you. Uh, šobrīd, uh, un how tā, aizsardzības koordinē and how much uh, uh, the Ministry of Defence coordinates their efforts uh, valsts, between the apie institution
0: apie. and the society to create this?
1: Yes,
3: we are doing it uh, in different levels. Since 2013, we have a regular training which is organized at several levels um, also training for the government
1: and that uh, helps to improve the situation that experts are preparing
3: the government and also uh, the latest highlight was also the government uh, played with uh, specific situations and we also in the uh, some last times we ran to evacuate the government and ensure that it continues working and uh, so uh, what uh, makes me happy is that if we compare with the situation in two, so 2014, when it was uh, just very general training, right now this training is very specific, very detailed actions, and also at the level of the government we are solving very practical issues. And then the second level is uh, this interinstitutional cooperation, which uh, happens on a daily basis, and each uh, ministry has to develop their own action plans, and the. Third Third level,
1: which uh, turned out uh, to be one of the most successful, is uh, cooperation
3: with the private sector and NGOs.
1: And uh, during the last two
3: years, we have
2: uh, organized uh, trainings with uh,
3: organizations of critical institutions, also NGOs and uh, churches and. I must say that uh, I'm very happy for the interest uh, and also participation from the private sector. We have felt uh, uh, that they were very interested, and we are continuing this cooperation. And uh, we plan to continue it, that uh, we are working practically. We are not creating new documents just for the sake of documents, but we practically cooperate. And I would like uh, also to react uh, to what uh, Martin Sverdinc said.
1: I b- I believe that uh, this is uh, so typical for us that uh, we
3: are um, not uh, very h- in very high opinions about us, and we are telling that in other places it's better. But uh, but in reality, if we look at the 5G and new technologies then uh, we can say that we are one of the leading in this uh, area. And also maybe you have noticed that uh, in cooperation with LMT, we have uh, developed uh, this area. This is one of the first projects in the uh, whole alliance about using 5G network for military needs. So I, I, I wouldn't say so speak so lowly about what we are
1: doing. If we talk about high technologies
3: uh, for for the military, uh, of course, uh, that cannot be developed uh, with uh, um, mandatory military service. But uh, We have discussed about uh, uh, displacement of equipment here, but uh, you have to understand. There is only one country where there is this equipment. The rest of the countries have sold out this equipment.
1: some time ago so there is only one country which still has it and I would be
3: happy if uh, somebody would uh, lend us
1: this equipment but there is no one to do it
3: nobody has it and if we are speaking and saying that oh, we are uh, so underdeveloped and so on but just look at uh, the battalions in other countries with uh, all the equipment and everything
1: Uh, we have to compare their battalion and ours, because uh,
3: this is a a discussion. Is it enough with one elite uh, uh, group, uh, task force, or we have to make sure that uh, the whole army is uh, developing and there is uh, equipment uh, which can be operated also uh, by not only the army, but also uh, by uh, other forces here so uh, is it um, we ha- it's a strategic discussion should we buy one equipment uh, one piece of equipment which costs uh, several million or uh, 10 million one piece and just have it or we just uh, try to develop and improve all this uh, technical equipment for all the armies so this is a discussion that we have to discuss about
2: it.
0: yes thank you very much and so uh, considering what you said about Article 5 and this discussion, potential discussion, and the threshold,
2: and activities which are covered by uh, this Article number five, and
3: also considering what Mr. Garrison just said,
2: so how correct or um, how ambitious is adjustment
3: of Latvia? So we, as a border country, borderline country, and looking at uh, the development context, so how able we are to? withstand yeah. for a several s- certain period of time.
1: I, I wouldn't want to argue that since
3: 2014 we have made huge steps and we have started the progress, and it continues, but uh, the question still is how uh, fast we will get the target, which uh, we have set uh, ahead of us, and uh, unfortunately, the possibilities we have, that's what we have, and this uh, way and... Uh, This progress and process is long and will be, and these abilities we needed already uh, yesterday and we will need it this summer, because
1: uh,
3: the training uh, from
1: uh, ZAPAD, which
3: is going to happen in September, in autumn, Um, uh, right now we are discussing about 2030, and this is like uh, uh, a timescale. Time by 2030, there will, there will be four more training Zapa trainings, and in that side, there are 70 to 100,000 soldiers uh, tra- exercising on the other side. And in any moment, this uh, operation, which is called the training, can turn out into something else. And so, um, um, just also, if think about what happened in ukraine spring so it was first of all disguised as training and is it really training so there is uh, still this issue and we have to achieve this level of ability um, to be able to do this self-defense. And this is still
2: an issue. And if we return uh, to this context of NATO discussions, you spoke about China. There is a question from uh, 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 the viewers about China. So what threat China posed to Latvijas security? And also additional question from my side. So considering the
3: potential change of focus from Russia to China and, uh, 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 to varētu, emerging no, and growing tā, role of tā, China. Tā, so, tā, would uh, Latvia's security bias, is uh, but, uh, getting uh, situation but, uh, is getting worse or not?
5: Uh, first question is: China threat to Latvia's security? Uh, uh, if we look at the international situation, uh, then, uh, then um, the largest uh, no threat for us still comes posed by our neighbors uh, Russia. Russia. but, uh, but uh, uh, if we look globally, uh, then, yes, we uh, could uh, say that there are some health threats, security threats, so r- the the situation was caused by China. Uh, China. Uh, and the
3: world and in this global, global age is, is so um, closely connected or, we or, also or, felt or, uh, the consequences
5: uh, from is the situation, and, in, uh, the, uh, situation the study, and the events in China. Uh, uh, but. I would like, like to say that, team, that if we need to uh, cho- choose between the U.S. and
3: China, radiska, then, then the, the last year Israel has uh, shown uh, uh, that, of, of, of course, US obviously US we, we have chosen the U.S. and network. our uh, position not uh, totally
5: in team. the Talking, uh, about, MMM, uh, 5G, a position, uh, talking about 5G,
3: where we, together with uh, other NATO countries, supported the US position, talking about Huawei.
5: Uh, So my biggest concern is that the US and and
3: transatlantic ties are weakened
5: by the fact that
3: the US was involved
5: with China and um, US attention is drawn to uh,
3: the situation in uh, Asia and,
5: and also the, the region of the Pacific Ocean. So. Uh, for us, zero, 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 it is zero, still NATO, important uh, that uh, subs, European uh, countries and space, NATO
3: uh, are strengthening uh, their then uh, then uh, defense possibilities, strengthening uh, their, uh, their uh, defense. Uh, uh, and uh, Also, like it was said, there are some uh, member states which uh, do not uh, commit financially uh, enough uh, for uh, the proper defense.
5: So, we have to look at the specific positions of uh, the country. So, for example, uh, in Germany, Uh, leadership is changing. Also, there will be the elections of president in France next year. So
3: it uh, means that the situation and the government and leaders are changing in the large uh, European countries, and that will also impact uh, the relationship with the US.
2: Also, we have several questions about uh, uh, military Direkt, no development in Latvia.
4: So I believe that
3: uh, in this context
1: is no
3: possible not to discuss about uh, uh, this uh, mandatory military service, patiesi, mandatory conscription. Ir, uh, so I will ask,
2: uh, um, what about
3: uh, the, the Um, land guards in Latvia and this uh, model, how uh, uh, activities? uh, We have
1: uh, 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 8,030 persons in
3: Latvia uh, and I believe uh, that this uh, model uh, is uh,
1: uh, able uh, to uh, to
3: continue and we will also uh, link this uh, model together
1: uh, with
3: Co se
1: filming Bayernu, co obléká, uh, tad, uh, Since, uh 2024 it will be a mandatory at school, uh, no and
3: uh, 3000 young people could participate in summer camps and aiztotiem. that uh, could be also no, winter uh, uh, basement
1: but
3: uh, um, I believe that
1: the Kas, um, These soldiers, beigušie, those we have the izajot, military uh, service. They are not uh, so required procesu, to go to training every sargs, day when's culus motivated iziet pilnu ciklu Motivating, un skaidrs, kad, uh, uh, vienā brīdī tāpat our, kā arī uh, karavijas profesionāli vai this dienestu, but the training dienestu, is, is more active in the beginning and so, and so, system, so kas, like, uh, several times a year, but more and this uh, is the system we also have uh, in this, uh, tādēļ, um, nu, no, tā sadalē arī uh, uh, rezervis karavīru sadalē uh, pa pienībām tā ir notiklis, so un attiecīgi,
3: this,
2: tad, uh, šie te karavīri arī tiks mācībās uh since mandatory conscription,
1: doto um is it necessary es, principā, considering the challenges we are facing vēl a separate tā, discussion m- just
3: about that but take
0: in Pagaidam, the, into the
3: consideration of uh, the time uh, limits, vis- limits and I'm not n- talking, talking about National Guard, no, kad, so the serious experts, experts in, in are uh, saying, saying
1: that uh, the National
3: is, uh, uh, just for uh, guards, are just for, uh, for the reserve. Uh, I'm talking in general, uh, not uh, for uh, ours. I'm talking about this uh, mandatory conscription or type of it.
1: It uh, uh, allows uh, the country to place in reserve. Uh, a certain
3: certain amount of young people who are uh, equally trained. And then they they can have a retraining. And we don't have this reserve. So we have the number of these National Guards. I don't believe that there are 8,000. We could discuss about numbers, but let's not talk about the numbers. But uh, there is a stable number of these National Guards. And uh, um, probably this number is not going to change, not increase, or probably also not decrease. So this is a number which uh, Uh, shows what is the readiness and willingness of the public of latvia to be involved in the defense of the country and and second is of course this uh, mandatory conscription uh, which uh, help would help us every year to have a certain number of young people in in reserve and uh, also talking about this uh, defense uh, subject which could be taught at schools and if, uh, if at schools this is uh, demilitarized, this is a uh, survivor skills, but uh, military parts uh, could be organized in those uh, two camps, which are two times ten days. And we have to understand that uh, twenty days uh, training uh, is uh, doesn't qualify for for the soldiers level. It means that there are several, several, several years uh, to be spent uh, to. Uh, uh, achieve the level which could be achieved in this uh, mandatory conscription per six months but uh, the conclusion is that we don't have enough uh, mobilization reserve in estonia they have 60 to 90 thousand which they could uh, mobilize and they have these uh, reserve well-trained soldiers, so uh, but unfortunately for us, uh, it's uh, yes, not like that. To
2: with, uh, I wouldn't want uh, this discussion context, but yeah. uh,
3: to uh, turn into the global context, but no, yes, no, please.
0: I will say briefly regarding the military training, <inaudible> and um, this is
1: theory, orienteering, is and,
0: theory and, and, uh, and uh, uh, well, uh, Let's not deceive uh, the, the, uh, not, uh, the participants uh, of the discussion and, and the listeners. Uh, we, we have this first-level uh, training no, uh, with, undergone in uh, schools uh, and uh, higher education institutions. Is, uh, um, no, but, no, no, um, you know, I have to count the funding and money we have. I can draw 60 and 90,000 people, but uh, please show me where is the funding, uh, where we would receive the funding to fund 60,000 uh, mobilized uh, military personnel, uh, where are the arms, uh, ammunition, uh, Uh, The storage uh, facilities, where um, are they?
1: this is approximately
0: 500 million euros for ammunition if well if we want them to fight naked i mean well i wouldn't want to do, uh, to continue this discussion thank you and gentlemen
2: colleagues uh, for your insight into the topic uh, i think this is uh, indeed topical uh, but issue, we, we, we can uh, return to this but regarding Regarding the funding, I have one more question from the audience and uh, Mr. Liedis, regarding NATO and uh, 2% of GDP allocation and, uh, and the challenges of uh, pandemics. Uh, uh, what is the risk that this funding is going to be reduced and,
0: uh,
2: and what happens? Then, uh, what are our
0: challenges and problems in reaching that level of uh, contribution?
5: And I think this is a very good question. We have to look at each member state's budget and of
0: course, we need to be aware of the uh, health uh, care system uh, requiring all funding in given situation.
5: But we also see that uh, uh, there are uh, funding capabilities up, up from, uh, from the, the European uh, Union uh, with uh, the special uh, recovery funds. We're, funds. Million, but, we're not be- talking, are about million,
0: millions, things, we're uh, talking about millions, we're talking about billions uh, 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 in that uh, regard. A- so, uh, First of all, it is very important to maintain the 2% GDP, uh, GDP contribution level, and um, I am sure that uh, our uh, security budget actually exceeds the two-limit threshold, and
5: I believe this is going to continue so
0: in the Baltic States
5: and in Poland. Nevertheless, the state uh, will have a uh, larger stress over the coming years on their healthcare system and uh,
0: due uh, to uh, fight uh, with pandemics. Um, uh, the, part the
5: part world, I like would also like uh, to uh, use uh, the opportunity part, uh, and um, to what, uh, Mr. Verdi mentioned about the, the gray
0: zone and threats uh, and uh, paragraph five. Takes, um, in my opinion, here, uh, NATO. Uh, has admitted,
5: admitted. that all these uh, are the problems, and over uh, the last uh, years, uh, the decisions have been made by member states, states deciding that cyber threats can can be a criteria for activation of paragraph five Uh, because the discussion was regarding what kind of gray zones we're speaking uh, Relatively that, man, speaking, uh,
0: I think this question has been uh, already addressed uh, yeah, between valdés, the member states. Uh, well thank, and you. Box, thank you, this is all. I just uh, wanted uh, to uh, comment. comment.
2: Uh, One, One more uh, 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 three uh, thing uh, uh, in the, uh, the end I would like to discuss. Uh, and um, this is the lessons learned from operations in Afghanistan. What are the things we've learned as an organization, as member states and what is our view in the future and security situation, not only in Afghanistan, but
0: in the region as a whole? Mr. Garisons, maybe. Nu, no, es domāju, tās mācības ir daudzas, ir
1: tādas, lessons kas, there. protams, ir vērtīgas arī mums, valsts, pielietot valsts aizsardzībā, uh, bet protams, ir tādas arī, kas lessons. mums nedara, jo, ņemot vērā ģeogrāfiju uh, un tetrieku, uh, tā situācija, tomēr, savādāk, bet es domāju, ka nu, tā lielā uh, politiskā mācība all... tāda kad ja no atbalsts vietējajos galast man būtu varētu noņemt atbalstu no teritoriju is, uh, un un tas ir, teiksim tas kas notika uh, Afganistānā un tas kas notika, Irāka, arī daļai, Iraq, uh, um, bija tā, kas, tā kā tas notika, teiksim, part, Latvijā, kad uh, sab- sabrukā bija uh, savienība, kad šī struktūra s- saglabājas s- um, uh, un, Something very much contradicting uh, to what Irākā, happened in Latvia after, uh, uh, vietā uh, te after vietā, the fall of the Soviet Union, because ma- they redzam, had this vacuum iespēc. of power and, izpēc, uh, and uh, we see that
0: uh, 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 such situation, uh, situation uh, is not uh, sustainable uh, lieta, manuprāt, and we cannot rebuild the structure. Uh, for a very long time uh, already. The second uh, largest lesson was that the big forces forces being integrated and how they can
1: uh, communicate uh, and work together. uh, Uh, When we left uh, Afghanistan,
0: uh, 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 our uh, battle uh, forces and uh, groups uh, uh, in uh, the Baltic uh, States uh, uh, and in uh, Poland we will have to continue integration of the forces very important to uh, joint uh, operations otherwise uh, when we see uh, militaries of uh, different uh, countries uh, coming together there is a problem in communication and being able to work together mr
5: uh, Governor yes, market, uh, uh, I uh, think the, uh, the largest uh, lesson learned uh, uh, to Latvia from, uh, Latvia from this
0: was uh, that we, we as a Latvia, Latvia, we are, a, Latvia, we are a, a integrated an integrated partner, partner Deed, uh, of NATO, uh, we are and, uh, able uh, to contribute uh, into uh, 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 the uh, common security.
5: Uh, uh, she, she, uh, I must say, ass, uh, Afghanistan participation in, Afkaban, in operations uh, in Afghanistan ar, 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 ar cair, you uh, on, uh, has had c- a, a, its hardship. Ministers, my and Mr. Uh, I was a minister. Uh, minister, like Chancellor, the uh, most difficult, most uh, uh, time, it was
0: accepting difficult, time,
5: Military men to uh, be returned. karvīrām, um kas ir Afganistānā, And uh, uh, I think well, I wanted to say thank you
0: to all the military uh, that, uh, and uh, their participation uh, uh, in the, uh, the real uh, armed uh, conflicts. And uh, 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 we are aware and we understand uh, uh, this uh, price of
5: it. Uh, uh, the situation after the, the, uh, uh, September
0: 11th and uh, the system in place since then
5: uh, the latest events show that, uh, um, uh, well, you are, takes there is not much positive uh, outlook in the future. Uh, uh, no, uh, 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 the situation uh, in Afghanistan uh, is uh, ever more uh, difficult. Uh, uh, demokrātijas uh, iebieššana ar eh s- uh, uh, there are problems uh, with in introduction in, in of, scholars uh, uh, democracy tas tas ties that vien vīrāksem jautājums ir met eh education with girls in schools, this is ever more difficult and complex topic. But again, I think that the decision was made
0: correctly, 20 years have passed,
5: and USA and the allies, including Latvia, have done uh, everything they could uh, to uh, uh, fight the terrorism threat uh Afghanistan's or um, ar- arising from Afghanistan in mazars
0: e uh the uh 12th I think that uh, uh, September it, it definitely so sh- that uh, since Belarus un varikungs povisam easy uh, divos tegas I think that We
2: have
0: have soldiers fallen in this conflict, and uh, we need to understand that soldiers are fighting for, uh, well, They they can lose their lives in these operations, and it is these missions are uh, activated within the framework of the fifth paragraph, and this is the correct interpretation of paragraph five, uh, also reflecting that Latvia can be
1: uh, a reliable partner.
0: From our perspective, Afghanistan, I think, is a real threat uh, to also uh, Russia, uh, with jihadi moving to the north, uh, using Uzbekistan, Kazakhstan, Kyrgyzstan and and other territories, and Russia will have to uh, think about the southern direction. Uh, which gives us time to prepare because from the south Paldies, is paldies mums kolēģi, ka šodien atradātu uh, laiku un threat, redzam,
2: punktu, bet gan komatu, jo you, jūtams, ka gan mums to, uh, like
0: biedoti, un diskusija raisās, kas, protams,
2: Šī diskusija iepriekšējā gadā Latvijas institūta izstrādātām uh, yeah, web page ar or, or printed. Uh, if you communicate so with us, we can uh, uh, send uh, you uh, over. Uh, and uh, uh, we uh, are continuing uh, the discussions, um, discussions on the topicalities. And probably uh, in 2022,
0: uh, uh, we will have uh, uh, some uh, decisions in place uh, regarding uh, the positioning uh, of Latvia's uh, Latvia uh, interests uh, of Latvian society. Uh, and I think it is important. Uh, also corridors of NATO. Thank uh, you to all the participants to the audience and we'll see you soon.